Montage Podcast by me, Pat Sugars, live from the Swoon Studio in Shanghai. Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to Depth Charge with Bane and Sugars. Hello, yes. how you doing? So, have you been getting tired of me doing my daily thing? <laughs>、uh, well, I haven't been. I've just been busy, so I've only listened to、uh, one episode so far. But I did listen to the Thai and the English. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, well,、yeah. thank you, thank you for sparing your time, Paul. <laughs> You're welcome. So, what's up? What is up?、Um, yeah, what's been、uh, what's been going on?、Uh, well, I guess、um, should we add, what, what, chum, chum, chum. yeah, Chiang Mai is starting to open back up. And, kind、uh, of, kind of. But、uh, the world is like the you know this. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> what, what I, one thing, one thing that I,、uh, kind of, I suppose I had the fear in the back of my mind. But you know how, like. In, early on in COVID, people were saying,、uh, "Yeah, the, the world we've come from is really terrible,、um, and COVID is chance for this to reset, and we want the new normal to be better." But what we're <laughs> learning is the new, new normal is is,、mm. is in many ways worse. True. Hopefully, hopefully, some things will come out better. I think it's semi no. I think it's semi new normal. It's not. It's I, not know, I know. I'm just you know taking a shot, a cheap shot. I hope. And,、um, I, I no, hope so. The catchphrase or whatever. Yeah. But, Well, in, like in the sense that, well, for example, yeah, we were just talking. So for、uh, yeah, a lot, lot of foreigners living here in Chiang Mai,、oh、it's getting、God. really, really difficult to stay. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I feel sorry for you, man, and I feel sorry for like the things that a lot of foreigners, the good foreigners that you know, are, are doing good deeds to the society here, experiencing some, some man, some really. I think it's it's something that doesn't need to be happen to people that you know. Good Samaritan. <laughs> well,、uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. I mean, I realize that you know, if you have like m- masses of people, well, Thailand has like a lot of,、um, uh, let's say, immigrants. I don't know what you would call them, like permanent immigrants. I don't know. I don't know how like to categorize them.、Mm. People use the word expats, but I don't like that word. But anyway,、mm. Thailand has you know f- huge numbers of tourists every year, twenty million or something、yeah. tourists every year, or maybe more. I、yep. forget. And、uh, and then a lot of people just live here. True,、um, but then it's not just here. It's like a- around the world as well.、Mm. Uh, like it's just difficult for people to travel to get anywhere to, to stay right now. And then obviously economically, like really different from everyone. But one thing that I re- like ref- would like to reflect on, like from my own country, which has just gone through this like. Over the past few years, ridiculous Brexit thing, and then、mm. a lot of sort of anti-immigrant. Uh, um, playing around by you know politicians and media etc. is that's how the world has come to like assess the value of people that come to、uh, come to your country. Let's just say、mm, right. is, is ec- in economic terms. There is no way. I mean, but that's not the value of、uh, a person in the world, is it? Like right, that's、uh, that's one. I mean, a country can't just. Like economically care for everybody, I accept that, of course. But then, like you say, you just referred、mm. to it as、um, you know,、uh, ca- like the kindness or the people who get involved and try、right. and help out and contribute、right. to society. But just in general, you know,、mm. uh, like、um, it, I guess it's just one of those、uh, things that you can't、uh, bureaucrats can't put a check measure in ch- checklists, you know, kindness factor or anything、yeah. like that. 
they don't see it on the paper. But still, um, they anyway. don't see numbers on the paper. Yeah. Anyway, you, but that, that's one of those things that you just have to, um, to a degree, you do have to take the good with the bad because you can't, um, you can't set up some filter and only let mm. good people into your country. You right. can you can prevent criminals coming in, or you pre- right. you can prevent people. You can expel people who have abused the system. Right. But you kind of have to take the uh, innocent until proven guilty. True. M- m- um, approach, don't you? Right. True. Should be. Yeah. Should be, but now everything just jumped the gun. Like we are the same as the sardines and same as the apple in the fucking batch. Mm-hmm. Man, this is <laughs> how we are. Like, uh, fucking throwing, mixing in, mixing yeah. our metaphors yeah. by the dozen here. <laughs> it's true, man. Apples I mean, and sardines and batches. It's <laughs> like they don't see anything. What about eggs and chickens? Yeah, uh-huh. true, true. Eggs, eggs too. Eggs and harder. Hedges and birds. Hedges. Hedges. What is hedges? Hedges. Uh, three, three in the. Oh well, bush. Uh, what is that? One in the hand is worth three in the bush. Uh, I know that what b- which is. Hang on a second. Ah, okay. There you go. I was expecting you to jump. I was expecting you to jump on that one harder. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Don't lure me into it. <laughs> not, not that LJ needs setting up, but I, I did. I did attempt to set him up there. Thank you. <laughs> I'll try to execute more better next time. <laughs> Actually, d- did you hear? Like, I don't know if you heard, like uh, Joe Rogan with Bill Burr, but they were talking about mm. missing missing the bush. You know, because <laughs> not many women have a, have bush bushes these days. It's uh, become I missed unfashionable. That one. I missed that one. Hmm. I, I I like it clean. Keep it clean. You know? Yeah, you don't need to do it all. Just you know, <laughs> trim it. You know. <laughs> Where are we getting into? Why not? Why not? Why not get, why into, not get into it? Why, why not get lost in the bushes? <laughs> Sometimes the best, it's fun to get the lost best, in the bushes. The best place to get lost in the bushes. I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But that's a good. That's a good. That's a good light though things i mean i mean because i just came from me- a meeting at northgate and it's just oh man the musicians here are, are going through a crisis man we are being treated like diseases by by the government right now it's just appalling right now man mm. everybody's fighting their own fight for sure and Right now, musicians are fighting for their own lives. You know, people are are really eager to make money, and make a living. I, I mean, I was happy to hear that musicians or many musicians had been able to take advantage of the uh, five thousand baht a month government support. Right, because right, I wasn't right, sure whether they right, would right. be able to. I'm not it's sure. Not, not I'm all, not maybe. sure. Not all. Yeah. Not sure. Not all. Not everybody at Northgate got, uh, got that. But some did. I mean, sure. I, I like to p- put things into some kind of perspective. I mean, you know, when you're in your your country, you naturally, and it's correct, that you sort of try and hold your government to account and criticize mm. all of the things mm-hmm. you see wrong with your own government. But so, uh, I kind of, like, coming from another place and having uh, being aware of sort of the politics and the situation of uh, the place where I come from, I, I can't help but, like, uh, putting things into perspective. As bad as... As bad as it might seem, it's it's in, amazing to me in a in a sense that Thailand has been able to offer anything at all to its people, mm. because I think probably many countries in the world haven't 
the people have have probably had no no financial support from the government. So the, the, that's true. That's true. The, the, that's there true. would be definitely places where people have had like that's literally true. none. True. True. Man. So I guess that's a sign that. Um, but there's a lot of you know there's a lot of uh, things that we don't see that like there, there's stories of people getting money but there's tons of story that people didn't get the money well and, and you know okay that, that that's the side you know definitely it's always it's always the most vulnerable who have the least access true whenever you know and it's just, it's been the same in the west you know with the government's made all this money available yeah. and uh, you know the smartest companies or the smartest accountants were able to get the most of it for sure. True, there's no doubt about true, it. You true, know? man. Um, but yeah, you know, t- well, the reason I, I bring it up is just like we we just want to feel like you know empathy towards like the people that are struggling. Not that uh, you know other professionals are doing the the their best to to keep hope, but most of them got a you know got unlocked through this lockdown already. And they are be you know they are able to work, but like musicians are not able to work at do, all. But do we know when this is going to end? Is it going to end? Yet. We we, there was a strike yesterday that I, I just recently found out. A strike? Yeah, a strike uh, from uh, musicians. Uh, they went to the parliament. About hundred lives went to the parliament and and uh, demands a, a proper uh, uh, help, like in 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 terms of unlocking, not funding, but like. Un- unlocking like for for musicians to be able to to work right because it doesn't make sense like for restaurant to open when people can sit together and you know eat and waitress can serve you but then musicians are not able to play it doesn't make sense i mean this distance is far apart um well uh okay it, some some things do make sense because basically I'd read and listened to sort of some epidemiologists talk about certain super spreader events oh, and yeah, some yeah, sure, and sure. several of them had happened in nightclubs. Basically, people in very close proximity. I, 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 I know understand. we're not talking. Yeah, I'm not, I, I know we're, not, we're talking about musicians here, not nightclubs. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you can understand. Uh, so that's why I think the government needed to sort of provide a way for musicians to get back playing, but still prevent certain situations I understand. from occurring you know what I, I mean? understand I understand um, but we gotta be honest here man like we have to look at case by case uh, uh, province by province Chiang Mai has been out of COVID uh, without that incident I'm not gonna even consider that incident it's not, it doesn't it doesn't pay a big part in, right so basically so for months for two months going you know two months and a half right which all these time we should be able to work like at least a month, last month or something, the gym has already been open. Let me let me get into this. The gym is closer. People in the gym doesn't wear masks. Mm. They don't wear masks. If you go to any gym here that opens in Chiang Mai, and I go to gym, I'm I'm the only one who wear masks. You know, even though they they ask you to wear masks, I do, but other people does doesn't, mm. and I can vouch on that. You know. Right. I'm only the I'm I'm like zero one percent, zero point one percent that wear masks in the gym. I've um yeah I've been but I've been listening to I think it's probably the connection between like alcohol and drinking and True. music that True. is a problem because I've been listening to people from other countries say yeah that's that's just a fact. The more people drink, the more careless they get, and the less they're just like able at all to follow any rules about social distancing. I, or I anything, understand. You know, I understand. So, but but still, that's that puts the onus back on the government to say, um, 
to to provide a way for for musicians to play that yeah. um, you know at least there could be some rule. Yeah, at least talk about it. Right. Not like not <clears throat> like put a fucking restriction on everything. Like like thinking of us as a, as as a disease without any uh, solution at all. Not even thinking right. about like uh, structuring a, 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 a leeway for us to like handle it properly. Not at all. It's just like no no music. Well, hang on a sec though. But there was this uh, provision put in for m- there to be music in. The, I mean, I, I read the I read the latest sort of uh, set of regulations, and they did say that music was permitted. Uh, so, so there was this series of things like parties, events, blah 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 blah, are right. permitted. Right. Bars with music, no, but. Did you like? Did you see that? I mean, how? So it's, it's and and I understand what you're saying, and that one has to have like a a, a certain document, mm, right? I, no, I understood. It was like probably very, very, very few places yeah. would be able to fulfill those requirements. So not, basically, not, no, not, almost like none. About ninety five percent of the famous places doesn't have the proper documents for that place to use uh, a sound, right? Live music, live sounds, ninety ninety five percent. That's high. I just found that out. Yeah. That like I thought it was. Our, I mean, it doesn't, I, I, it doesn't surprise I, me at all. Um, I was like, what? I thought I thought we had the license to use sound. Yeah, but that's the thing that this this can this can really go into a rabbit hole. But I'm not really yeah. afraid of it. I mean, because it's things that needs to be talking now. Like there's bars now that just like got closed down or have been fined about like hundred thousand baht, hundred thousand baht for opening and have music playing, uh, live music playing. Yeah, mm. just happened in Bangkok in in Chiang Mai. In Chiang Mai, really. In Bangkok, two hundred something lives got arrested for playing music. In Bangkok, wow. Yeah, there's sources that um, uh, one of uh, the people in the Northgate group sent, and mm-hmm. it was uh, from a re- reliable uh, mainstream source. So, yeah, I I don't know I don't. But now they you know there's this brownie point going on with the other uh, uh, the opposite side of the government party trying to uh, use this uh, as a as an attack on the government saying that stop <laughs> quote unquote stop making musician a disease mm-hmm. you see you see where I'm going with this yeah. this is like okay or like when we start, you know when somebody started talking about it on change.org that you know you know unlock the musician then there's this you know party coming in and just like be like oh we're gonna use this to play in the politic and all that stuff i'm curious has have any um because i haven't seen it have any sort of big names like uh you know the most famous artists in thailand have they said have any has anyone yes. come out and said things like carabao is he uh, have no they, Who's no. come out and said something? Uh, well, he's he's uh, he's very uh, he's like a legendary guitar, no, uh, right? Yeah. But I mean, who who has come out and said something that you know of? Te uh, Inka, Te Inka has mm. has has wrote like a long uh, a long paragraph, and that was like a month and a half ago. That has really performed. After that, nothing has been said from the government. And this is from the people. There's like like small group of like um, uh, entertainment people in the industry come out and have a big meeting in 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 a way to find things to go to the um, you know to to present to the government. Yeah, I, I'm. Wow. Well, you know that I sympathize, but I still like again. I'm like looking around the world, 
and Thailand's not unique in this. I mean, if true music events and true. this kind of night events, concert events, other things that are being other last parts of the lockdowns almost everywhere. True. you know, in places that true. are sort of for like releasing lockdowns. True. So, but if you look at Korean. Right, they had this like uh, the second wave spreader uh, in in Taiwan uh, uh, district, but that doesn't mean the bars closes around Korean uh, province. Right. No. No. I mean Japan and Korea. I I like the way that they've been able to handle it. I I I do wonder if other countries would have been able to been able at all to do that. What they've done. Yeah, uh, but, but in Japan they cancel every event because they don't want to be responsible for the spreading because it is you know Japan is still spreading right uh, daily. You know, in Thailand, it's mostly from the uh, state quarantines, so it's different. Right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, so Korea, but Korea, I know they had. So they had. Are they just doing like small local lockdowns then, or, yeah, or shutdowns? Right, right, right. Not not the whole country. So they only do local, but because they they checked a lot. Right. That's what that's what China's doing as well. Actually, I mean, isn't yeah, it? but China they, I mean, they just do had possibly. This, but yeah, but I don't know what happened with that salmon thingy. Yeah. Now salmon is to blame for bringing corona uh, virus towards the <laughs> Chinese people in who, Beijing. Who knows if that's true? But but, I in, don't know. but in any case, what I'm my, the point is that you know China is a huge country with all these mega cities, and they're not shutting down the whole country. They just mm. if, if they get an outbreak, they'll shut down a district or something like that. True. Which true. Uh, that but that's you know that can't work other places. <laughs> They can, they, can, they can send their military in and literally say, you aren't getting out. That's not going to happen here or many places or anywhere. You know, yeah, it's, um, it's not, yeah, it's, yeah that's kind of like getting out of proportion. But right. look at this, like, we just lift a curfew and people are just like hell-bent on just like trying to provoke the government. There's this anarchy going on, like, uh, each night, man, I'm sleeping like way outside, Metro. I hear like fucking trucks and motorcycle racing, you know that shit. That's not. That's what was going on before. That's the normal. So that's back to the old normal. That's how it was. I know. There's no that's difference. True. I hear it too outside my room. That's how. It, that's just how so, it was. So yeah. maybe that's a glimpse of old normal. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's the old normal, really. I was like, okay, come back anytime, truck drivers and motorcycle hellbent. Like you know the road I live on. The road I live on is like sort of near some nightclubs, <laughs> right? Not. I mean, I'm nowhere near really, but it's it's like a back out a back entrance, so people right, come right, out of there right. and they have fight fights. Like, I don't mean like not physical fights. Although I think that's happened too. I mean, you know, mm. girlfriends, boyfriends, yeah, fighting true. out in the street, arguing after rolling out of the nightclub. <sighs> drunk. That's all back now. Relationship fight. <laughs> Reminiscing. <laughs> uh, that's funny for me. Anyway, mm. should we get off off this like COVID vacuum wagon for a little bit or what? All right, or is, or is it intense? Or you want to? No. It can get more intense. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I well, do, I mean, do you have any solution? What's what was the outcome of the like? Do, I mean, probably as far as I know, or I'm, ex- I'm expecting sort of that music will be back on next month. The solution, but one of the things now is like the document, we, uh, you know, I think all the other plays will get that document for, for live music, uh, you know, to uh, permission to play. And there's this thing of uh, the parliament is taking that in consideration now. And we probably might be able to unlock within two weeks. Mm-hmm. 
if if this really goes on because they don't want they don't want to risk uh, angering the uh, the musicians because they know they know like music is power. Music has a way of influencing musician has ways of influencing people too. You know, mm. so it's either you know we you you try to get on the good side of like. Working together instead of like making enemy of, of an influencer is just crazy, you know. I like that veiled threats from the music community. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not backing down. I mean, I was talking about you know like the recent uh, daily episode. I was talking about how like Korean did this like the creative economy, uh, mm. and they boost like well planned economic fun. From the government, like right. at least like three thousand, um, hold on, about three billions dollars into the um, you know into the industry, and look at where it leads now. Korean culture has uh, conquered every part of uh, our daily lives, man. People right. are talking about Blackpink, about BTS, GDP being no, higher. Right. I mean, no Korean films and series are all over Netflix, Shit, and man. everybody's watching them like one. nonstop. It's number one. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, at least like top ten, at least five of it is Korean dramas or Korean something. You know, they they have. Yeah, I don't know enough. I mean, like uh, I see some negative sides to it, like as well. There's always uh, oh, there's sure. all these stories about like you know. St- Studio control. This ridiculous oh, like studio control over oh, the artists. Oh God, it's 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 appalling. But because you because because I think this is just my opinion. Because the the money is from the government, and the money has is check right. Mm. It's it's being like accounted. It's being like a a, a trail to where it goes and. They feel like they have a responsibility of like uphold this money to like being being. It's like sending like funding a fucking military uh, uh, regimes. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Man, you've really got to listen to Bill, the latest Bill Burr and, on Rogan because um, they get into the, the history of sort of stand-up comics and other artists getting ripped off by like these. Sto- <laughs> I couldn't believe some of the stories are like really far out. I heard some stories really from Dave. Far out. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, but ripping off—I mean, artists get ripped off. I mean, all the time from the label. Like I said in the first episode, labels are here to fuck you. They, they gave this. Uh, Bill Burr gave this example of one sort of metal band. I forget the name of the band that um, they worked out like late after their career was sort of you know all, not finished, but you know, uh, let's just say their career was on its path or past its peak or whatever right. that. They'd have made more money keeping control of their own rights and selling twenty thousand albums right. than they w- than they did giving the record label control and right. selling two million albums. Right. So they they would have literally made more money themselves right. selling right. twenty thousand albums. Right. Right. That that that's the degree of theft. Yes. Yes. And it's in contract. It's legal. Yeah. Right. Legal theft. Legal theft. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Know your contract, goddammit. I mean, God. You know, like, don't be naive about this shit. It's not about, you know, oh, I don't, no, I don't want to think about business side. I don't want to think about the money side. Well, somebody's going to think that for you, and you're going to get fucking the ass, you know? And somebody likes it. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh, this has become a good ranting podcast. Yeah, there's nothing like starting a podcast <laughs> with a rant. I love it. All right. Mm -hmm. We should do this more. Mm. <laughs> so the topic that we're going to talk about is like what? Life-changing moment. I just, I just. I Life-changing moments. I think yeah. we just had one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That, so okay. Well, that could be a life-changing moment that we have to start the podcast with a rant. I'll just, I'll just like dig around for the most incendiary, uh, you never know incendiary what, things I can find. You know, you never know what the ties may bring. <laughs> um, yeah. All right then. Life-changing moments. Well, okay. I know we've covered some of this stuff before, um, but I wanted to like split it, split it up into just to sort of uh, spark ideas. I wanted to s split it up into mm. people who've changed your life, you yeah. know, people who've come into right. your life and, ch and who've made you change the way you think, and then places, in other words, you know, where you've been, where you've traveled to, uh, where you've lived. Right. This we've, like, covered a little bit because, you know, you've been and you've lived in America, and, right. but still, um, experiences and then things mm. or objects. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, people, who can you uh, think of? I mean, who's changed your life? Who's I? I, I know, like uh, our parent. I'm sort of our parents or people we've known from when we we're really young have influenced us massively, possibly the most. I mean, li likely the most. But mm. um, this is more something like that. Someone who came into your life and really changed. Mm. You know, in the time yeah. that you're already conscious and aware of yourself etc hmm. so who's who's changed your life so many so many yeah so many it's it's like i was gonna ask you do you want me to do like, like this, this is like a time what is that called uh a what timeline time <laughs> yeah a timeline or is it like what is called uh what is that kind of what kind of a movie call like forest gum kind of like thing um hmm. oh shit <laughs> Chrono so, chronology, chronological. yeah, chrono yeah, yeah, chronological, <laughs> like like albums <laughs> from this time. Do it chronologically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just afraid I might leave out some people. But well, I'm kind of, you know, I'm going to leave out a million people. But I'm kind of talking on a on a like a profound level someone who made you totally th change the way you thought about the world mm, okay, uh, I, I don't okay, know you know okay okay I, I know that all of our friends and people have influence on us but mm. i'm kind of you know uh looking at a really profound sort of change of directional kind of influence mm. well beside beside my parents and beside you know most of uh people like professor that I, I, I meet I, I have to give it my I think the most life-changing moment would be uh, with my uncle you know we're not blood related but I, I consider him my uncle because yeah, who's a musician right yeah he's like my mentor I think that's that's my life-changing moment for sure because you know without meeting him my musical journey would have wouldn't wouldn't have been like this you know i wouldn't have this uh this standard of you know to meet with what he had taught me or what he had shown me through like things that uh, a good musicianship should you know music musicians should have you know um can you like think of something specific like some eye-opening insight that he gave you like what what oh, is it so many man like 
there's one time there's one time that I learned so much from him beside of all the like the techniques and uh, the studio things is the hum uh, the humanity side that he taught me towards uh, view viewing towards uh, another musicianship. So there was this one incident uh, at church. Um, at that time, I had already been playing for like at least three years with a band uh, at that age, and this was in my uh, mid school, uh, high school days. And um, there was this kid, right? Um, she was uh, playing a bass, and I felt like she wasn't really, really playing that well. And I, 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 I told her that. I told her like you're not playing, you know, the bass that well. Mm -hmm. You know, you should, you know, try to, try to, uh, you know, put more effort into it, or, you know. But it's not, in, it's not the way that I say it now. But I think it kind of rub, uh, rub her off in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And my uncle pulled me aside and said like, everybody is not meant to be, you know, a musician. Sometimes it's the thoughts of the experience of being together, enjoying in the community that, you know, help shape, shape us to be a good human. And he, he said, like, I don't, I don't have any rights to just go and bash her like that. Because yeah. it feels, it, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's arrogant and it's not nice. The, there's a lot of views on this. I, um, have you seen this series of videos that been going out during this like, COVID time by uh, Itzhak Perlman, the violinist? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, well, you know, he's about the pretty much the most famous violinist in the one of the top. Five. Oh, the, um, the guy that has have a I, little bit uh, disease. Um. I don't think so. Have I got his name wrong? Uh, it's it's Itzhak Perlman. I think. Am I am I confusing him with someone else? Uh, I might have confused the name. I left it. Maybe ah, oh, fuck! I can't look at it right now. Anyway, he's done this series of videos, and the interesting thing is he's been commenting on a lot on in how to sort of talk to musicians, encourage learning musicians, right. and even I've come across like this idea of like tough love so much yeah. in music, but and I'm not saying it's always wrong or even often wrong. I'm just saying um, he presents a totally different way, yeah. so you can. You say you can't really reach a level that's higher than him, and he's saying it's unnecessary to. He's basically saying it's unnecessary to criticize people. Right. He's, right, he's saying right. there's other ways to encourage people to go forward. True. I mean, it's true, and it's. it's I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's true, and it's not. It's depend. Like what what I get from this story from from my 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 uncle is that he taught me how to be uh, humble. Mm, right. He taught me hu uh, humility of like, because. She wasn't meant to be a basis, but because he sees something that's more important than you know criticizing her as a, at the beginning, right? And try you know like he saw me like I'm going to, into a route that is not what he wants me to be. Mm -hmm. That's not what a good musician is to go and criticize other people when you don't when you know the potential of them. It's not going to go beyond what you just saw. Right. What's the point? Yeah. Right. But that's what I took. I was like, "Oh shit, I've been an asshole." So I apologized to her, and you know, and everything changed. So, 
Yeah, she she she's she's not do uh, she's she's not a uh, career musician like me. Yeah, and at that time I was just what I was go- about to go into high school. Right. So you had this ego thing yeah, building yeah, up yeah. for years, like being with one of the best musicians in Thailand, learning from the best, but you never get to criticize somebody. Then this this person who is younger than you come in to uh, to the tears, you know, come into the uh, the uh, the groups. You know, and you dare, and you experience. You feel like, you know, this is a like, example of like uh, a guy who who wants to show power. Yeah, and it's been seen in every in every society now, right? But they don't learn the word of empathy and humility like I did with through my uncles. That not right. everybody has the same potential. Right. And yeah, not, uh, just uh, that sort of uh, arrogance of youth, and the fact that we just don't, uh, when we're really young, we yeah. just don't have the experience right. to put things into right. con- into context. Yeah, I learned that when I was uh, 15. Mm. Humility. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, uh, the first thing on the first thing that out came to mind for me, various different people came to mind, but I think. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it says something about me. But the first thing is, that came to mind is uh, my first love. Oh. That's changed. I mean, I don't know if it's particularly important who it, is. it was. It's, it no, is. No, 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 no. What I mean to say is, I, I, it's just the... Um, man, there's no doubt that it's life-changing experience to fall in love for the first time, right? And uh, losing your virginity, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna like uh, Hollywoodize it, is that a word? Hollywoodize it, yeah. Then it's all about losing virginity. But (laughs) no, okay. um, Well, let me just put it this way: like, uh, so yeah, the um, I've because I've come across it in so many people, and it's definitely true. You basically you uh, it gives you so much energy to adapt yourself so for example you're you become willing to um for this for this person for this other you become willing to learn all sorts of things Mm. you never had the motivation to learn before you Mm. become willing to learn what will please Mm. another um, or makes another person happy etc like in a a level that you perhaps i'd Maybe I just can talk about myself because I because I've been translating like uh, Luke John and um, I've realized that there's many ways that children can be raised and children can be raised with a much more mm. uh, like selfless, uh, empathetic at, uh, environment than uh, perhaps most people grow up in. Um, you know that that but, that thing is is an, an ongoing research, right? Of course, <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go on. And then, so yeah. So there's the like falling in love for the first time, but there's also like learning to live with someone in mm. like as a in a couple for the yeah. first time. That's like wow. that's that's seriously yeah life changing stuff because mm. you know you can be selfish at first. You can and you 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 don't realize to what extent you need to compromise and mm. be considerate are are also just like psychologically learning mm. how your behaviors have an effect on someone who hasn't grown up with you your family right. grew up with you right. they they put up with all your shit so, <laughs> so, and, so that it became automatic true. for you 
yeah. you didn't think about the true. shit that people were putting up with. <laughs> true. I think about it, but true. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So the, oh, man. That, wow. that's, the, that's one thing that comes to mind for me, what, for sure. What, isn't it interesting? Is like the things that kind of have like your story and my story has in common is about learning to adapt to the person. The empathy and the humility and the learning of like understanding that person. Right. You know, it's very interesting. Maybe that's that's the, the core of a, a good human being. I'm not saying I'm that good, but a good human being at the, trying to act towards other human beings is to have uh, empathy and humility and all these things to to help um, us go together. You know, learn as a relationship, as a community. I guess. What right. do you think? Um. Yeah, uh, ex yeah, exactly. I mean, I do agree with that. But uh, I suppose also um, this uh, this idea came up recently f from somewhere else, and I related it back to this, which is, which is that um, when when we're in these intense situations, mm. uh, like okay, right now. Uh, me and you having this conversation, mm. and mo mostly, most of it. I mean, it's good that we're in this room. Yeah. We we got some body language and other stuff to to go on. Right. But um, and we we know each other anyway. But the the point is, mostly we're communicating with this like conversation, speech. But mm. in this kind of intense situation where you're like mm. learning to live with other people and be mm. considerate and be empathetic, it's um, there's like levels of communication going on. Mm. It's not just. In fact, it's often not speech at all. Like True. it's, but you're um, you're tuning yourself, and and sort of uh, what what's the word in um, what's the word in quantum mechanics? Entanglement. You're almost like entangling yourself with another person, mm. so that you, you know, like okay, two part in quantum mechanics, two particles become entangled. Well, yes. Like, right now, when I'm uh, with my wife, with a yeah. right. If something in the environment, some person mm. does something mm. which um, irritates her, yes. it irritates me on, on her behalf. You know what I mean? It, I know it, what you mean. It's not something that wouldn't irritate me. Yeah, I, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But because I know it irritates, I because I know it irritates a, I, I, I have to mean. be, I have to be sensitive <laughs> to that. I'm entangled now. Yeah. So there's, a, there's almost you've almost like doubled your opportunities to be sensitized to the world. Okay. Can, may I ask? Like, have you ever tried <laughs> to block that out? Have I ever tried to block that out? Yeah, At, to my detriment, to my cost. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. It's not very effective. I, it doesn't help me it at all. It gets me to, it gets me to trouble. trouble. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I think a lot of people empathize with that for sure. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Well, that's yeah. So that's one part of it. <laughs> hmm. Um, okay. Any, 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 anyone else comes oh, to mind many, after your yeah. uncle? So yeah, many, so many. Um, I mean, okay, I'm going like in orders. I think uh, after that, after that, I I moved to uh, Chiang Mai to study. Then I met Peter. So Peter has been a a major part in in helping. He 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 doesn't really know it, but there's that life changing moment, and I always bring it up at that time when I when I study, and he he brought me out of uh, of depression without knowing, and kind of like gave me that eye opening 
uh, speed, uh, you know, talk down. Let's 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 put it that way. And the other one is like Opal when we met. I think it's just it's just interesting, like how how one experience. You know, it's not like life changing at that moment, but it's like how you see like meeting that person at that day. You know, kind of like have this uh, butterfly effects or something. You know, that change reaction to to this period of time. Mm. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, someone uh, who I've just mentioned, but I have to mention again, uh, but in the sli- c- the context of uh, moving to Thailand, so I'm sort of like mixing up places and people here. Mm. But you know, um, being with uh, a being mm. with my wife, yeah. She, um, I, in the beginning, I was very, uh, I like had this like really Western logical approach to trying to understand the culture and how to be, and I was like full of questions. And a, um, for like for for one thing, she was incredibly uh, important in getting me to um, learn Thai and to mm. speak Thai like, mm. well because she always always um never let anything slide evan still doesn't today <laughs> any any mispronunciation or anything i it never ever slides i mm-hmm. can never ever ever get a, a pass on on anything like that but also mm-hmm. like particularly in this area of trying to understand things she would be quite like tough on me in the sense of just some things she's basically said with, without saying it directly you have to understand things without having to ask stupid questions all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and I realized that actually, in some, t- there's nothing wrong with answering questions, but unless you're doing it lazily, mm. if you're like, if you're just asking questions because you're too lazy to perceive and be observant and f- and realize what the answers that are all around you, and are just asking questions to get someone to answer it for you, mm. then you're not listening. Right, right. That's a, that was a powerful. That's a powerful lesson. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to like mention. Um, I want to mention like my friend O from New York Stock mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like between like O and A, and then like just many like the people of Thailand in general, my my psyche was changed. I would say like in a huge way from being. Uh, you know, I just, I, I was like very rational and um, yeah, ideological, maybe uh, small-minded in some, in some like, in some, in a way as well. And um, yeah, or, or in particular, like help me to uh, see the world like as more more as a Thai person would see it like, <laughs> emotionally yeah. and like uh, emotionally and sort of you know the, like you could call it like instead of trying to analyze the world within the, mm-hmm. uh, with IQ to, to understand it with understand EQ you, uh, you know something like that yeah. so, so so important mm-hmm. and yeah mm-hmm. okay Oh well, I'll stop there. I have more. I'd like you. I could go on. I mean, um, that's great, man. I mean, this is this is great for for me to hear that. Like, you know, I think it's like for you as a foreigner coming in and you blend in with the locals, and 
I think it's just you know when you meet people, local people, and you're living in a different part of the world, it helps you to understand the culture and and you know gets you into a, a more more open-minded set, I guess. Yeah, right. That's the yeah. key. I was, um, yeah, I was willing to be open-minded intellectually, but I hadn't realized that that's not the extent of being open-minded. It's more than just uh, intellectual, mm-hmm. right? It's more than that. I mean, I mean, life is not just about being intellect. Right? right. Some people would debate on that, but I mean, it's more about living together, and you know, you learn from each other and. That's the thing. If you if you talk about relationship like that, I mean, my past relationship recently taught me a lot about, you know, wanting to learn about another person. I mean, she taught me how to, you know, made me want to be a, a better person, you know. And that's why you you love you love people like that that wants to um, that inspire inspire you in just being them, you know. And yeah, if I can think of anybody that inspire me most now. Even you know after our breakup or something like that, it's just more of like, you know, I'm I'm more inspired ever, you know, mm. and hopeful. <laughs> Throwing that in. <laughs> um, yeah. th- also, um, yeah. Then my life was also changed, obviously, like radically by meeting Paul, and then mm. uh, through through Paul, like all of the Northgate crew. Which yeah. is too too many people to name. I'm just not going to go through the list, but you all know who you are. Um, mm. That's becoming, uh, you know, part of that musician community. It's changed my life so much. The way I thought about the world, a way of perceiving the world, a mm. way of being in the world, a way of communicating. What, I mean, what a tremendous, what a tremendous gift. Um, Paul, just in himself, is just such a radically different person from anyone else I think I've ever mm. met. True. Uh, yeah, Northgate is a, is is an interesting place. It's such a new, unique place to to uh, you know. It's a unique place of group of people. That's for sure. You, s- it's so many different fruit in there, for sure. Mm. Different aspect, different uh, upbringing, but somehow they have this kind of like a common common uh, ground. You know, common like we just want to be happy. We want to share the happiness with each other. That's one thing that I think is the most common ground in that place. You know, uh, doesn't you know? Despite the um, the the uh, each individual goal, but when we're there, it's mostly about trying to help each other be happy. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> in a way, you or know, the community, you know. By my, I I'm gonna have to say that like part of it. There's so many reasons for that. Uh, I can't possibly analyze. Like I couldn't attempt to analyze all of it right now. But big part of it is the fact that it's just impossible for anybody to uh, to tr- approach Northgate and be at Northgate just as a way to make money. It's mm. just not possible. It's just not possible. You can't live on it anyway. Yeah. And th- but. But the fact that um, I'm trying, the fact that Northgate has provided a place that people w- want to be, want to join, mm. want to play mm. music in, mm. without without it being something that's uh, a major part of uh, feeding themselves, yeah. is is big. Because I, you know, I w- knew people that played in all sorts of places around Thailand and Chiang Mai, and 
the you can start out with all sorts of reasons and you can play good music and be etc but the relationship with northgate is the musicians have with northgate is totally different from the relationship that oh, i've i've ever definitely. seen another place have with musicians definitely and i try to you know help keep that in check you know i try to let the not just me i mean uh, other people like pun and dang is like trying to help um keep the new generation in check and you know we want to keep this like loving community um to continue you know like and we we try to keep in check of people that is coming in you know once you're in northgate is and and you get out it's like well there's some you know people notice like why and what you know how can we help what's going on you know yeah something like that why are we talking about the life of changing moments? What's the purpose of of talking about this? Yes, the purpose of talking about this. Um, I'm throwing you a curveball. <laughs> I think it's important. Uh, well, I guess it's because I have to remind myself constantly the what it is that I'm trying to understand, what it is that I'm seeking. Mm. And, um, um, yeah, I can't, I mean, so, um, hmm. I came across this idea like a few times. You basically, whenever something sort of profound and life-changing happens to you, its effect only lasts for so long in your mind. You're not mm. able to maintain mm. it. I mean, sometimes I've been like, knocked off my feet you know everything the world is like spinning because of some some life event some change some sort of it could be the disaster or just like radical new way of perceiving the world hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't maintain because we fall back into old habits or, hmm, or right. any in any case there's something about our minds that require freshness hmm. this and this is like for me it's why we drink coffee or drink alcohol or smoke a joint or do whatever or take trips out into nature or travel to different countries hmm. we need to stimulate our mind to put it in a different pattern I mean it's almost like hmm. we're playing a different you don't want to have the same song running through your head forever no matter how great the song is at some point or other you, you're going to hmm. want to replace it with a different song and when you replace it with a different song especially if it's a new and beautiful song that you haven't heard before it's so in exciting and stimulating mm. and transforming. Mm. Uh, and uh, talking about this kind of thing, for one thing, it helps refresh my memory about what has happened to me. Because I forget. I had to like think. I had to sit and think. Mm. I, you know, if, if, if you gave me like two hours, mm. I would be able to write down a certain number of life-changing events. Mm. But, it, but if, I, if you said... We'll keep on it and keep writing things down over the next two weeks. Mm. A tremendous number of things would come that I would have forgotten. Mm. Mm. I, it's it's uh, not easy to maintain our memory of our even our own past, and some of it is important That's stuff. True. That's probably true. Yes, yes. But I guess, like as we grow older, or as we grow further into the journey of our life, I think sometimes we make space for for new uh, new things to become our own past i think and some of the 
some of the past that we tend to forget. Maybe it was,、uh, you know, making a room for a new journey to make its mark. And then we have this kind of session to reminisce <laughs> about the good things and the bad things that happened in our life that shape us into today. I guess.、Uh, yeah. Well, you know. Fortunately, we like we're not most of us, and perhaps at least are not burdened with uh, uh, trouble forgetting. That's the problem. I mean, that's almost the problem. I mean, it's too easy too easy to forget. And when、It、like、is. the people who have a problem with, with not forgetting are those who suffer like post traumatic stress. You know, they've witnessed something <laughs> so horrible、True. and it invades their dreams, and、True. they can't get away from it,、True. and they can become depressed or stressed or whatever、True. because of it. Most of us have another problem, which is that we we've had like. Tremendous life-changing experiences. We've had our eyes opened at some point or another, to some degree or、mm-hmm. another, and it gets buried. Right. So, so sometimes on sometimes on people's path,、um, there there are moments which promise such a bright future,、mm. and yet looking back, you realize that you haven't come what that the you haven't become the promise of what that event was. Could be. Could be. I mean, I I feel、be. like that. Could be. You know. Let me ask you: You have have you ever? Um, create a happy fowls. A what? Happy fowls. 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 F I L E S. F. Ah, files. Happiness. Yeah, files. Happy files. Yeah, happy files.、Mm, no, you should. It's one of the this thing like you, you've got a happy file. I, I do when I I I found this.、Uh, it was in the. It's actually in the musician handbook. Yeah. You know why?、Uh, I, it, it was amazing for me because I am the worst critic of myself. I am the worst critic of myself. Now, if nobody tells you, the world can be a harsh critic on you too. Yeah. And sometimes, the but the world also gives you a a a good glimpse. You know, a good energy, a good people, a good criticism, good comments for you to take. But some, like me, sometimes we struggle to take that in, you know,、mm. because we. For me, I think sometimes that that critic、uh, criticism, is 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 me fooling myself, right? So I'm hard on myself. But f- when I when I learn about happy files here, you put all these comments, you put a lot of good things in it, so that when when there's some like. Some things that stir up in your life, you know. You go back and you you click on it and you go like, oh shit, I did some good things. I did good. There's some good things, or some things that like you just said that you promised that your life would be some some of this foul may come in to help you, you know, get back on course on where you need to be, you know.、Mm. Um, my problem is that for me. The, the words. I mean, I've kept like diaries of notes. I, I, it's not like I keep a journal, but I keep diaries of ideas, like things that really, kind of, really、um, surprise me or、uh, like affect me. Yeah. But when I go back and look at those notes, I just can't recreate the the, the energy of it. It doesn't. I, it doesn't need to be recreated. I think it just needs to stimulate you to like, you know, if you. I think it kind of prevent you in going to a, a stress or depression. Is like something to encourage yourself. Sometimes we don't encourage ourselves enough.
We expect somebody else to encourage you, while this feeling comes from you. Mm, but there's a I have like a a negative idea that connects with this as well. Maybe I'm like wrong. You can tell me. But sometimes I look back at um, an experience I have, which changed me so much. I thought I could never be the same again, and then looking, I look back and think, how can What, what was it? What, why wasn't it enough? Why couldn't mm. uh, you know? Why couldn't you like achieve the promise of that idea? That mm. tran- like, mm. why weren't you transformed as you thought you had been, or something like that? Mm. And mm, that's something that. Um, But it's never too late, man. I mean, I think sometimes we. I don't know. For me, hearing you say that, sometimes people use age as as sometimes to. Kind of like block themselves from achieving happiness, you know, or achieving the goals that they they set out when they were twenties or something. You know. Um, well, I think this is where like something like um, a practice or a discipline you make something a part of you. Like the, so that's yeah. where um, you know music and learning like an instrument changed me because you make mm. it such a part of you that um, right. it doesn't ever go away. It doesn't become the past. It's just a con- it's a practice. Yeah. You know, I haven't been able to make very many things a practice in my life. I'm like stubborn in refusing sort of <laughs> uh, in refusing discipline. Um, but those things that I've made a practice, well, they, they really change. They, they really change you. It doesn't fade. It just mm-hmm. becomes a sort of evolving part of you. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's music. Yeah. But there have been uh, some insights that I wasn't able to make into a practice, hmm. which. To, I, don't know, I wouldn't say it depresses me, but it sort of disappoints me that I couldn't uh, embody, man, like embody, uh, instantiate those insights. Mm. Why do you think that? Is this because of uh, what the situation or the circumstances around your your life, or what 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 keeps you from achieving it? Hmm. Um. Well, maybe it's because maybe it's because because this is one of the things I meant to talk about. Like maybe it's because of the way that I got that insight. So, like for example, hmm. I don't know how it would have happened. Like, but being like shy, sort of introverted, when I was um, when I was young, I or like sixteen, and sort of in in so in England, in Thailand, you have to wait until you're twenty to go to the pub, right? Right. When when I was like sixteen. Uh, But we never wait. So. <laughs> I was in, uh, you know, so I'm in school finishing one year. I'm allowed to go to the pub as long as there's someone older than 18 mm, with with us, mm, right? Mm. At, I would say at that time, it's I don't know if I had a close friend because I just was kind of, I don't know, just it was just me. I, I, I had friends, but I'm not sure that I had any close friends. And um, going to the pub allowed me to talk to people. Like getting drunk, mm. basically mm. getting mm. drunk and stupid, you know, 60, allowed me to sort of talk and get to know people and sort mm. of express myself mm. in a way that I just didn't know how to do. So, in other words, I um, it's like I was using alcohol to sort of leap to the top of that mountain. Mm. But what does that mean? It's like God, so it has a positive and negative. On the one hand, I could say maybe I would never have been able to sort of like. Form the friendships, sort of converse with people, understand people, hmm. change myself. On the other hand, because I had to sort of like, uh, like achieve that with the crutch of alcohol, right. then to some degree, I still don't know how to 
uh, engage with people mm. without without it mm. or does that make sense i mean yeah, so so i'm trying to say, i'm trying to say where the music is um a great example of the opposite and so in other words i learned to play my instrument note at a time sound at a time i there's no if there was a mechanism to cheat people would cheat mm, true they would true and be the poor for it, I would imagine. But if the, sure. you know, if you could pop a pill like in the Matrix, right, and then all of a sudden just be able to play the <laughs> sure. guitar or whatever, people would, right? I'm not sure. I think I wouldn't. You might not, but some a lot yeah. of people really, really would. Yeah, we really would. But I think all the people will be the same, right? So, and I think people are doing that now. So that, then you would lose those the experience of those years of discipline and, and the right. steps it took right. to to get that knowledge. That's right. If somebody came into this room right now and give me a pill, like, you're going to be Jimi Hendrix if you uh, eat this, this pill. pill. I'm not going to take it. Well, there's already been a Jimi Hendrix. That's right. And I don't want to die you just yet. <laughs> I'm past his age already. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, you know why? Because I value, like, you don't know if you take that pill and you become Jimi Hendrix and then... I wonder all the past that I experienced, all the traumas, all the the struggle of being able to play that, I would remember it again. Because every time I play a, a certain chord, it reminds me of the first time I played it. And it reminds me how far I have come. And it's... it's I'm, I'm getting choked up thinking about it, <laughs> but it's it's just it's a journey, man. It's just like and when you just describe like talking about you know taking note by notes, you know, and mm. all those kind of things. I think that's what you should do everything in life. It's just taking it, you know, and appreciate it, you know, short like in what small if the pill, time. What if the pill gave you actually the actual memories? What if it was like in Blade Runner and the, and the replicants have these memories that have been implanted in them? So for them, it's not like they just know how to play piano. Like uh, what was her name? Blade Rachel. Runner? Ra- Ra- Rachel didn't know just know how to play piano. She had like memories of learning uh, piano as a child, even though she'd ne- even though she'd never been a child. You never seen really? Blade Runner? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the few. I'm one of the few. I didn't know that. I'm, oh, talk, but anyway. I'm talking about the original Blade Runner, not yeah, the recent. Oh, okay. 19, oh, okay. Yeah. Right, one. right, right. Yeah. All right. Okay. The one with Harrison Ford. Well, they're both Harrison Ford. Oh, shit! Yeah, right. Oh, fuck. I need to see that. I didn't. Maybe I saw it and I didn't remember it because it was sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was only to Star Wars. <laughs> Anyway, no, the pills, how can, how can, I don't know, if someone would give me that, how would, but how would I would know that is true? Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's, anyway, it's a sheet, and I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't register with me, you know? Yeah. I'm doing this robot hands that you guys can't see, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because it doesn't, I don't know. Anyway, that I've just like thrown a, bra- a black hole rabbit hole. But would hole you there. take it? Uh, I don't think I can answer that. What? What for the music? For music? Um, yeah, because uh, because I might have a different answer for different things. Like for example, um, Viagra. Okay. Well, let, let's <laughs> say some stuff that. Let's just say some stuff that I'm not like super keen to learn. But it'd be cool if I just like had it. You like know? what? Well, uh, let's just think. Physic? 
<laughs> calculus? Um, 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 um. <laughs> ah, fuck, I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, well, okay, let, let's just say, um, let's just say if I could take a pill and then could code various com- uh, com- programming languages, I think I would because, I, you know, part of my living depends on this. Hmm. It's not something I, I don't have this like core relationship of l- value. F- I value it in some way, but not in, uh, not in the same way that I value music. And so if someone said, yeah, you, I, if I could just like pop a JavaScript pill and, uh, you know, a C++ mm. pill and Perl and whatever, all these languages, I probably would. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What if I said like, actually tomorrow you can become what you just said and you just take that, you know, the pill is already inside you. <laughs> but then you have this other things that keeping the pill from working. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yes. Well, that might be how it is. <laughs> although although uh, I find it hard to believe that JavaScript is exactly inside <laughs> me already. Still, <laughs> will you be able to? When well, you if you're able to talk about it, that means like the brain has registered some sort of knowledge about it. Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, I like I quite like that film. I mean, it was absurd, but I quite like that film. Lucy, have you seen the oh, film Lucy? Right, right. I haven't seen it. She takes a bunch of pills and then she starts to know everything and be oh. able to control everything. Okay, I need to start seeing more movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my mind too much, you know. Haven't we all? <laughs> I think it's great time to be mindful, you know. And I think what you just said, like people has made this many question, and they looking for like a lot of people look looking for shortcut. That's why like all this fucking life coach happening, and it's just like one part of the the, uh, the fucking sentence or whatever. They're saying trigger something in that person's mind, and then suddenly they're not thinking about their own life. They're thinking about they're becoming a, a tool towards this life coach, you know, to be manipulated sometimes. And I feel like people can be empowered if they want to be empowered. And I feel like I'm here with a purpose of like trying to create. Awareness that people, you and me, have our own journey that we are shared together, and we can enrich each of our lives without you know being mind controlled by a person. You know, I'm not here to control you. I'm here to help you. You know, expand. Even though some life code would say that too. I'm not here to control you. I'm here to show you light. Well, like, he, he, yeah, here's back to the pub and the pill one. I mean, like, if you could, uh, you know, if you could take a pill, if you could pop a pill and be, um, like, a, a kinder person, would you do that? Yeah. And then they bring out this uh, supplement. Buy the supplements and you will become what you want to be. <laughs> That's how they do it. Like, buy this course, well, buy I, this thing. I mean, there's all sorts of shit coming online in the future. You know, like CRISPR gene editing is going to give people the potential to, well, they're already doing, they're already curing genetic disorders with it. So in other words, like in a person who's already, not just in an embryo or something, yeah. you can literally like re-edit the genome of a person. 
But anyway, has, that's again. Even though else. they can do that, we can only see like a human being grow from that genetic through the shaping of the society. Mm. The only way you can see like a, uh, a genetic things becoming like uh, a total like godlike kind of thing is to put a fucking guy into like a uh, you know Doctor Manhattan <laughs> and become like godlike kind of thing. That was a Watchmen reference, <laughs> you know. Like, but if you even you if you like you know try to change the genetic and all those things, and then you put it into like a you know a different group of uh, society that they will grow up in. Like, it, for example, you put the genetic onto this kid and oh, you yeah, throw yeah, it into a slum. I got you. You it's, know, it depends on the environment. Yeah, and you or you throw interacts. this you know the same genetic into like a elite uh, society uh, um, you know group. <laughs> well, that would be interesting. Yeah, we're a part of our society, so everything that we do or any change that happens to us has to interact with the society and the yeah. environment and everything. Yeah. Sure. But what I'm saying is, like the now, like you and me and the people are listening at home. You know, you have the power. You, we have minds, and we have like if you're able to hear us or, or you are here right now, there's something that you know drive us into like finding knowledge and finding some. Answer in our life to conquer that that uh, goal that you so seek, you know. So mm. I think I think it's there, man. I mean, I, there's no special pills. It's about knowing yourself, being mindful, knowing it, man. Do you know yourself yet? Me? Yeah, or not? I, I mean. I think I know myself better than I did when I was like 16, but I don't. That's that's good. Perhaps not know myself uh, all that well. Yeah, I th- I think we should we should we should stop and ask like a little bit. Just stop right now. Like there's this COVID thing, make us stop and ask like, what is this life changing moments that we're going through right now? You know, to help us make tomorrow present into a better you know future better past you know mm. you know it's it's and and sometimes we really are hard on ourselves you know and a lot of things around us are really hard on ourselves we we add conditions we add condition and clause in you see to obscure or make an obstacle of achieving that goal that happiness or whatever that is you were meant you were promising yourself in in your 20s now you know? we're get, now we're getting along the lines of this ikigai thing you were talking about maybe, the other, yeah the maybe day, maybe you know? yeah because I'm, I'm i'm trying to get you know into it you know mm. but it's basic you know i find like this these things are basic basic question that we sometimes neglect to really answer man because sometimes we let societies or some social group dictates on what we think and dictates in a way that is not empowering, you know? Mm. Um, well, people are under different amounts of pressure as well. I mean, some True. people, some people uh, are l- lucky. I mean, like, like me, I feel like I, you know, I recognize what you're saying. There hasn't been... Um, I haven't been like under so much pressure in my life that I didn't feel at many points in my life as if, as if I had a choice, you know, of which way to go. Uh, 
I don't, I don't know. I, like, uh, and yet, and yet, um, ultimately, you know, you know how like when you're a kid, when you're really young, you have like all these things that you can potentially be, mm. and uh, you could. Yeah, you know, I've watched spots. You can be, uh, you could still be an athlete. You're young enough; it's feasibly possible. You could um, go and be, uh, become a doctor. You could mm. do this. You could be a filmmaker. There's like, and as you get older, time crosses those things off the list for you. True, true. Uh, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, like that, and that's non. That's a non question that disappears out of the head of some people because if they've some people find a path that they're absolutely certain that they're mm. on that right path and that might be you like with music you so you may not you may not have much of a relationship to that kind of question there may not be things falling off your list of things that you could be because you already are what you want it to be no but there's a lot of obstacle to try to knock me off that path Um, right, but it's not like you're still in the back of your mind thinking that one day you might be a professional gamer or uh, you might. Oh be yeah, a, sure. There is. Sometimes, you you yeah, think you might want to be somehow. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I, you know, or even a professional baker or something like that. That that goes along with it. But it's still an answer to that, you know, icky guy, a little bit. I think, you know, I'm still thinking about the things that I love. You know, mm. some people are thinking about things that make them survive. You know, like I need money to survive. I need this to survive. I need this to be happy. I need this and that. And is is it? It's not wrong, but is it really what you need, or is it really what you want? You know, this thing has been said over and over, but sometimes we forget to really think what we need, what or what we want. It's two. It's two different thing. You know. Mm. Or maybe that's just you know English uh, language making things more complicated. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, uh, only. I want to. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a something that hasn't always existed for mo many people. This, this sort of vast plethora of things that you could potentially do in life. That's 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 not um, that's not most of human history, is it? Mm. Like mm. most of human history is, you're born into a society, mm. and that society does only a very few things. They right. might do farming. Right. They might sort of like make the things, the tools that they right. need to live. Right. There aren't really things paths like that. Right. You, uh, so, but there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, uh, it's the things of like. But I'm, and I'm just wondering if there's like a certain sense of false choice that we have in the world. Like it seems like we've got this false like a, choice. You know, like a candy star of things that we could potentially do. I wonder if it's like uh, uh, I wonder if it's real in in, this, in the way that it seems to be. What do you mean? Well, I'm curious now. What do you mean, like false choice? Um. Um. Maybe um, a lot of the paths that look like uh, choices are not uh, really that. I mean, you know, if people look back on, like, if you to look back in the future and someone, uh, hmm, so, you know, if you to look back from the future 
and looking on a bunch of people's lives, you know, here's a group of lawyers and here's a group of accountants, doesn't mm. make any difference whether... Um, I mean, some people might have had a fulfilling career for themselves personally in those professions, but when you look back from the future, is anybody going to care? They, they will care. Mm. We, we would care. Oh, they, had, they also had a family, and their, and their family, you know, uh, sort of flowed through history in this particular way, mm. and they're still in the fu- they're still in the present and continuing. That 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 could still look important, but we we really care like what uh, two hundred years ago accountants and lawyers did. Mm. And, and le- I mean, mm. unless um, you know, it depends. Unless one of those lawyers made some life world changing cases and changed the way that human beings relate to each other you know i mean yeah, but mostly is bad you know well yeah but nelson, <laughs> nelson mandela was a liar uh so mm. and he yeah he was able to make use of that uh, mental training for sure hmm. i'm curious like do you think like four choice is like uh like a default default uh choice like you you're born is like um at my default I'm going to live this way well the false choice is like you know that there are certain things that are presented to you at school and by the society as sort of valuable careers mainly because they make money hmm. and uh, but that's it, the false choice is in the sense that could it be the same what false choice and def- default choice hmm I mean, they relate. They could be related. I mean, it depends. It both depends on what the society's like saying and offering. Yeah, mm. the default choice, though. I mean, I don't know. Like the default choice is is what it depends on where you are in the world. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's something to look more into. I guess. But I'm not sure. Like I know, like my choice is not a default choice because I had to fight for it. You know, it's like you fight to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I I kind of know like if my default choice were to be would probably I I could be just like and you know a teacher of some sort in a way. Mm. You know, but I'm but I'm not I'm not a teacher per se. Though I do teach, but I would all always call myself a musician more. You know. Yeah, so that's interesting. <sighs> so, any more in a life-changing moment? Well, I got some more, but I, I, I like I, the way I'll, you've taken us on a deviation, which I think was probably the right thing to do, rather than me just like sticking to some formulaic. No, I like it. I mean, I, I, it was my intention. I mean, I see, I see a path going, and I, I still, I know that there's some still some more question to go on. I would love to answer it. All right then. Um, places. Hmm. That's what, good. What yeah. places? How did? How have places changed? Oh man! You. I think it 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 goes what we just said, right? About society. Mm. So, right. being being brought up in America at the most crucial age of a kid to to sink in culture and. You know, language. I think uh, America has changed and shaped me of who I am today, for sure. And then coming back to Thailand again after being in the, in the states at such a young age for four or five years, 
bringing back that culture and just go against the grain here taught shape me into what I am today for sure so I have like like if you if you hear like my my daily episode the one in English and the one in Thai is totally different <laughs> totally different yeah, approach he, no I, I hear you biting your tongue more in Thai I, yeah, yeah sure I'm trying to let that down a little bit I need to let down that that biting <laughs> thing. I want to let go more in, in Thai but it's just like you have to be careful I mean you don't want to hurt people and if people are why more are sensitive to certain things <laughs> why are we doing podcasts enough for that just kidding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I know what you mean yeah so mm. yeah basically for me it would be would be going to America and coming back here yeah and Chiang Mai Chiang Mai has always brought me great joy. And Same the, here. Yeah, great joy and great sadness, but it's just worth it, man. It's worth everything. Yeah. So what about what about you? Not just Chiang Mai. Or is it? Um, no, well, um, I already told you about, uh, I already told you in a previous episode, I learned on a storytelling about staying in France when I was about 15. That had a big influence on me, but maybe I specifically... The Wasn't that just a guest house? Well, no, I was kind of like working, helping a friend of my dad's, a friend of the family's sort of destroy buildings... To, I so didn't you know that. You didn't talk about that. I think I've, I've definitely mentioned it, but maybe uh, I forget exactly how I put it. But the, one of the things that... So I sort of... Uh, was maybe the first time that I'd spent an extended period away from my family, and uh, I sort of... Hmm. was the first time that I was... It's the first time that I got to try and learn a language in that in the place. So I'd never... Wow. I'd, never I'd always hated learning languages in school and considered myself terrible at it. Hmm. But I was like in France, and I realized that when you learn, um, when you try and learn a language in the country, f I, for me, I realized it was just wow, so much fun, so mm. rewarding, so in so incredibly like fulfilling. Um, and I learned so m I I wasn't there long enough to like retain it, but I I learned so much in that in a short time. Mm. I don't know how long, two months or whatever it was. Mm. Wow. And um, also, I remember meeting. Um, like these two students, one of them had had like this accident and become half paralyzed. Sort of, it, his body was like partially paralyzed, and he'd. Uh, they, I just remember like that they were like so chill. These dudes, and I'd come from, uh, I think just the people I knew at that time, the other like young people from the part of the country I, I was from. They just weren't that chill. Right. So I was like, oh man, he's these guys. They're at university. They're where I. They're where I'm planning to be in mm. like three years' time or something mm. like that. Mm. And uh, here they are. They've had like, they're just hanging out in France. One mm. guy's like learning to juggle mm. to get his sort of sense of balance and um, mm. motor skills back. Right. And they they were just like so cool. And the, they, the fact that they sort of accepted me as just a person instead mm. of just someone younger than them mm. uh, impressed me. And then just staying in the French countryside, being again being treated as oh. a sort of being treated mm. as sort of as a good grown up. I was like mm. drinking with everybody, yeah, but uh, not getting too wasted. I mean, it was weird, yeah, yeah. you know, tipsy, uh, just just about right, just about right. And you know, meeting French people in the 
fields in the <laughs> countryside <laughs> of France. It was all cool. It oh, was like sounds nice, really, man. Yeah. You, you you did mention a little bit that, about that, but you didn't tell that in the storytelling for sure. I think it was in the second episode about how you grew up. Mm, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, uh, yeah, that's great, man. And uh, then of course, like you know, traveling to well, I, like when I was uh, studying, I came to sort of uh, around Malaysia for a little bit, and then hmm. ju- yeah, so it, um, being. Wow. Having having friends from Asia, from Malaysia, for, uh, when I was at uh, university, and then coming to live here, obviously, just really changed the my just my mode of gave me an, another mode of thinking. I, I was already, you know, I was already like pretty well inoculated against um, against the sort of cultural arrogance that people from the West can often have because mm. I didn't grow up thinking that way I uh, I was always looking outside I read a lot so I was always mm-hmm. looking at like Russian authors French authors diff- uh, African authors I would so I had some sort of like inoculation against this sort of cultural superiority complex a lot of people from the West who who, who I met exper- uh, had um, but still nothing could nothing could prepare me for um, the actual experience and and uh, and just learning to think and see the world yeah. in different ways. And again, I like when I was in Thailand, the same thing happened as when, as in that short spell in France. Mm. I like that. Um, yeah, the joy of kind of learning a language. Yeah. I, uh, mm. For me, that's. It's a. I, I really consider that a loss if people don't don't do that when they live in a country. That is true, man. That is true. I think you know both of us being abroad from our own country really opens our our perspective in life I think it helps shape uh, the way we see the world that we're not in our own bubbles you know mm. and in a way right now what I feel like in my society uh, as it you know uh, in, 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 in a quarantine uh, way is like you know I'm in I'm in I'm in Northgate I'm seeing these kids that has never been abroad and I feel like I have a responsibility to to open their mind bring some sort of what I felt like back then we didn't have YouTube right now mm-hmm. people just like see YouTube and like oh this is France this is like Spain Malaysia <laughs> oh this is Japan and it's like it's okay I don't have to go there and like what the fuck it's like what what, <laughs> what? Well, do, do people think that though do you think like, uh, I think some I think some people do think like that like why do I need to go there there's you know I can go there through YouTube right now you know it's just like uh, trust me there's people like that mm. and sometimes you you have to uh, inch, you know get but for like musician it's not more like that it's more like oh now I can learn with you know Steve Vai and I can learn with this guy this that guy and I can become this and that guy yeah I want to make another point about language I think uh, like I come across so many people it's, it's like uh, maybe it's arrogant of me to say that learn language wrong but I, mm. but I, let me just say that I think there's an aspect of learning a language, which is that you, you're not, it's, not, you're only getting part of it. If you learn all the words oh, and learn true. the rules of the grammar, and then what well, all you're doing is 
you've acquired an ability to say what you would have said in English or your na native tongue in this new language. Mm. That's not the whole thing. Mm. For me, much more of the thing is, if you want to grasp the culture and the, the society, you need to sort of uh, mirror. You need to mirror, uh, mm. like reflect what, uh, how other people respond. So in other words, mm. there's True. responses that you responses that you pick up in another culture true that, that you sort of you in other words you would not say that or think <laughs> this right. in your in your own country and in your native tongue right. but you learn right. to say and think right in some way and then the value of that is you've not brainwashed yourself you don't have no, to no. say oh i'm thai now or anything or right. i'm this now right, right. you haven't But then you acquire a double perspective, and right. you can compare. Right, that comparison is powerful. Oh, right? it's so powerful. Then, then you can see. Without that, how do you separate out the that's different right, perspectives man. in your mind? That's so, so true. that that's a really powerful way to grab a real that's perspective, true. and then a, con a contrast of perspectives. That's so true, man. Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever really pointed out to me, but it's true. That's one way of putting it of how like you perceive perspective in. The, different culture and mm -hmm. you compare it by by through language for sure right the way we say it right you know yeah like, and, and that's why like you're having trouble in your podcast oh with solo one because you're yeah. not just translating yeah you're like as when you speak english <laughs> you speak you know you, you think english you yeah know what i mean? think english really yeah Yeah, and in Thai is more like, and the things like sometimes you read the articles and you translate back and forth, you know. And I, I find myself like in this like limbo of like, there was time when like I had to teach like in Thai, and then I'm working with foreigners, and then you start to get a a, a loss in translation, mm -hmm. you know. It's suddenly your brain become like an overworked. Uh, brain and you're just like going back and forth with this oh uh, this sentence no oh, so, and then you mix Thai and English together it's just so funny and it's it's stupid <laughs> I, I have to like hand it to uh, John Jandai though because his way of expressing himself somehow cuts through a lot he's like just found uh, mm. he, be, be, like, because he has like such a strong like worldview Like a, an, a like a holistic, a whole worldview. When uh, when I'm translating what he said into English from Thai, there's like so little difficulty, and I'm not. There's there's only like a very few places where I'm sort of like having to translate a culture gap. It's almost mm. like he's found his own way of uh, speaking and thinking. So mm. so I think you sometimes get people like that in all, in all languages and all cultures right. who find a very unique perspective right. and they sort of it becomes so unique right. that um right. you know you they're literally just speaking just from their position right. and it's no longer just from the culture i think because well, this is just my opinion but i think it's because he is his thing right right it's his and, thing and he's so very deep into it yeah he got deep into it. he's living it you know it's his philosophy When you speak something that is your own uh, way, and you really truly believe that it's your own, you know, like the way I speak about my music, I can talk ages about it, you know, like what it is and how it goes. And so, so, so yeah. So if you're doing that with music, does does it not? Does it then make any difference whether you're talking English or Thai? No, no. See that, like in this case, it no. doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's right. me. Yeah, it's truly me. Right. That's what it is. You know, and I feel like everybody has that power to be 
that they have that power that you seek of of like have that foundation of like being you the uniqueness of you you know it's just like if you have your own thing that you uh, you know what to talk about and you you can own it you know and there's so many things in this world it's just like trying to obscure that shit you know mm. you gotta you you gotta you gotta believe in yourself but not arrogant unless you can back it up If you can back it up, it's not arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you truly know what you're doing. Mm. You truly believe what you're doing, and you seek. Not everybody knows everything right at the moment, and nobody should. You know the past. You know what you have learned, but you still have to have room to develop, because that's life. You want to be able to develop better. There's things that can be made better, you know. In like some abstract way, I feel like I've found my path in life, but I haven't found a. I I haven't like achieved a key guy at all because I haven't mm. um, combined mm. what I love, love doing yeah. with. I'm gonna say what's this, what the world needs, right? Uh, and with an ability to make a living out of it. And yeah. what's the fourth one? Um, what you're good at? Uh, what I'm good at? No, I'm <laughs> fucking all over the place. I can't even connect two. <laughs> Never mind four. <laughs> Fuck. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, just just take time right now. You have the time. Time is you. You know, it's your value. You're giving times. You know what? You say, I know you're trying to encourage everybody, but I'm sitting here, and if I'm like any of the, if I'm in the same position as the people out there, I'm sorry, it's not helping. It. I love you for it, but it's, I don't feel like I'm getting any closer because of you saying it. <laughs> well, it's just me. It's just me, like you know, pushing. Just like uh, yeah. take time, take time to think. Okay, okay. Nobody's rushing you. Okay. Nobody's rushing you. You know. Okay, just go at your own pace, but don't stop thinking about it. All right. Well, I'm willing to keep going until I'm like 80, but I, you know, I, I'm not? also advancing. Why not? Why not? You're advancing, yeah. In age, I yeah, mean, much. <laughs> not necessarily in accomplishments. <laughs> hey, if you get to 80, that's an accomplishment in itself. Goddamn. Fair, fair enough. Oh god. You know, that 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 would be interesting. We talk, you know, in the next podcast we can talk about ikigai and shit like that. This is just a glimpse, mm. a taste. People need help, man. We all need help. Like just a little encouragement nowadays. Sure. Why not? Why are you tuning in to this podcast? I, you, actually, I want to know why. Why is everybody listening to us? You know, not everybody, but why are you listening to to us? You know, I want to. I want to know. You know, what's the purpose? You know, or what the purpose of life changing moment you have? Please give us your feedback. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I hope that. Well, I hope at the very least we're just two friendly voices. That's uh, oh, that's yeah. already something. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I I, I hope I'm, I'm not offending you in any way. If not, sorry. <laughs> well, I think probably the only people that are listening are the people that wouldn't get offended by us. Actually, that's not true. You know who would what. <laughs> Or, or else they wouldn't care. In which case, they're not going to get offended yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably so, true. yeah, yeah. So, what's the what's what's the third one? We talk about places. Uh, I skipped. I'm, well, uh, yeah. 
Um, well, experiences. So, um, hmm. life-changing experiences. Mm. Um, maybe that encompasses, like, partly encompasses the first two anyway. Losing virginity changes your life. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think so. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Playing your first chord. It has to do with a lot of first thing, isn't it? That changes your life. Mm. What about things that you've done and then something changes? Hmm. Um, hmm. Anything ring a bell? Well, I mean, like the experience, like having near near death experiences definitely uh, change people. You know, like when you've like <laughs> barely escaped away from something with your oh, life, that's uh, that's some, that's one something. I've been through a few. Now you think of it, life changing experience. Mm. I almost died, maybe a couple of times in my life. Maybe it's more than we thought. But we, we got away with it and we never really think of it. Oh, that's probably undoubtedly true, yeah. <laughs> But there's like one major incident in, in a major accident that I, 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 I've been through in my 20, 25th years, yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was 25 years old. Oh, God. I don't know how I survived. Tha Thailand has a suspicion. A s suspicion? No. A superstition about um, that, doesn't it? Because 25 oh, is yeah, like... Oh, yeah, right, right, right. You, you, there's this ceremony when you're 25 that yeah. you've passed the moment of danger yeah, and yeah. you didn't quite pass it. I, I passed it. Well, you I passed mean, it, but yeah. with some difficulty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously with some difficulty. The thing is, people that were in a car were all 25. So mm. maybe it just... Uh, is, uh, added up, it added up. The, <laughs> yeah. danger, the danger became... Law of gravity. Yeah. Or maybe it's... Merc it a quantum <laughs> entanglement of <laughs> yeah, 25. Yeah, 25. And it blew up. <laughs> blew up. I'm just I'm just glad that nobody really got seriously injured. Yeah. Man, that car was a wreck. Fuck. It wasn't mm. my fault. I was following the rule and there's this like pickup truck with a fucking like uh, f a ram like a metal ram in front of the oh, truck. Yeah. They, they, those are so oh, dangerous. They're banned, in, they're banned in a lot of countries, but they're oh, big here in God, Thailand. Oh god, man. It broke the <laughs> it broke the the tire mac. Yeah. The the tire the uh, uh, the metal Cheat, man. Shit. In half. Do mm. you know how thick that shit is? Well, I mean, that's... You what, chrome that's, it before. Yeah, but that's one thing. I mean, if you've seen Damn, on, like, on YouTube, you can see videos of uh, like an ordinary passenger car crashing into a semi-truck, semi right? Yeah. The truck doesn't even have a scratch and the car is like <laughs> crushed into it like yeah. a tin can. Yeah. Yeah, you can't... And those bull bars, we, in England we call them bull bars, like the oh, grills, uh, yeah. added on grills right, to trucks. Right. Oh. Yeah, they're... Bull bars, okay. Yeah. Not blue balls. No, bull bars. <laughs> yeah, those are deadly. Also, blue balls are deadly. <laughs> Bad for your prostate. <laughs> oh... Oh man. Yep. So that's that's one of the life changing experience, I guess. Being in love. Being in love is a great life changing experience, like you said. Um what about music wise? Um well, yeah, that would there would be many, like just uh you know just discover mainly of the kind of discovering different art like for me yeah for me one life-changing experience again is connected with moving here and um like 
uh, getting to know musicians and like mm. li- and hearing like uh, just speak like following bands, mm. becoming a fan of bands and following them around right. and getting to hear them live. I just for whatever reason I, that didn't happen in England for me. So mm. that was the whole experience of like becoming a fan of a band and like being able to follow them around and hear them live that's that's mm. life changing because mm. what i realized was that made me that that made me realize that musical category was so important one one of the um, problems about the way that like music's delivered to people in the world mm. uh is that it's delivered through category you know it's market oh, it's right. marketed through category right. and so you know you like as a kid somehow or other this a, a, like a category somebody's it's either because it's like popular, current, or whatever. It grabs your attention, right. and then you start like shopping, buying music, finding right. music in that category. Right. Whereas, like when you um, like listen to music live, you realize that uh, yeah, what, like uh, your friend's band, for example, yeah. plays music from ten different genres, yeah. and you think, "Oh fuck, I lo- I love all this." Even yeah. though I would have a year ago, I would have said I hated this, this, and this. <laughs> And like this, this, and yeah. this, and now it's ah, I don't. Care you know why anymore. labeling is so fucking ridic- ridiculous to me? Mm. Because of the uh, one major incident when I went to Nepal, and you know I was in a band called Wachapud, and it's such an avant-garde band, right? It's a uh, actually you can search it V A T C H A P U J. You can search that online. It's really interesting. So I went to Nepal, and I know that that really changed my life when I played in front of the uh, school, in in front of the students that were forced to be in the uh, auditorium, mm-hmm. the auditorium, well, the uh, the main hall, the uh, the Theater media, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, and and I remember we we were playing and they. There was there were some guys playing before, but when our band the, our band went to the school and play, the teacher keep telling them to like stay quiet, behave. It's a Catholic school, by the way. Behave, 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 behave. And you know, <laughs> when it got to my solo, and I I soloed the hell of it with with Uro and all this stuff. And they and after I finished my solo, it just like the force of like. <laughs> of the sound, they couldn't keep the um, the 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 excitement and the uh, uh-huh. the adrenaline of like witnessing this kind of like crazy music for the first time. There was no lab- they don't know what this shit is called, even though it say it's jazz, but it's, it's not jazz, man. Yeah. It's like it's whatever it is. Yeah, you know, what you put is is fucking whatever it is. Right, and man, the 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 sheer force of like young energy and like the the heart like the roaring you know mm-hmm. that always sticks with me yeah and that's why i always fight like people like telling like, oh what kind of music it is and like, well fuck whatever music it is it's music and it can change your life if you open your fucking ears you know like fuck you <laughs> yeah right yeah. yeah i'm with you totally on that one um yeah obviously uh like finding Northgate was a big uh, life-changing experience in um, musical education. Man, that I mean, my story, my story is an evidence of music has no boundaries. Mm. And okay, and here we are, we labeling K-pop, we labeling Thai pop, we labeling this shit and all this and this and that. 
why the fuck are we doing all these things? Yeah, stupid. I mean, because especially because the more that you you earn, the more that your ear learns, the more you can recognize like the diverse origins of all of yeah. the different stuff in, in right. these songs, and right. you know, it's all borrowed right. from different places and yeah. developed from different. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, I'm fighting it, man. I mean, I'm I'm fighting this things like labeling. I mean, and I know I know it's important to like put it in a. Whatever they want to put us in, but it's like, how can you label Dave Matthew Band? I don't know what to label that shit. Or even Pat Matini. He's is he playing jazz? I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> I don't think he even call it jazz anymore. Right. <laughs> I suppose it's because like you know how other things can be uh, speeded up, like visual media. You can like speed through it. You can scroll faster on the internet you can like mm. speed up videos you can do you can kind of speed up things there's something like there's something about music to learn what a song is there's not much of a shortcut you, you, you right. can put a badge on it yeah. you can put a label on it yeah. but it doesn't give you much information not really I mean mm. you know True. this you get some okay you yeah. get some but you really there, there's a certain amount of time involved you you can only listen to so much music in yeah. your life yeah um, it does take time. Yeah, I mean, how can you label like Ryuichi Sakamoto music? What the fuck is it? Mm. Is it classical? Is it what? Easy? Is it like avant-garde? Is it just like I don't know what it is? Is it jazz? Is it pops? Is it like traditional? Is it what? It's always like it's a debate. This is the beauty of it. Mm. You know, this is the, be- the beauty of like discussing about it i think if if the only labeling helps is for us to be able to dis- discuss about the music but not to discriminate yeah right i now mean we're, 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 never, like we're never gonna right we're never gonna get um like away from uh uh like label the labels are not going to disappear but i i agree that it shouldn't be a barrier to people listening to music that's the that's the problem yeah and uh it what had been for me you know what yeah, i mean that right. the, like you grow up with certain ideas in your head, uh, right. oh, I like this, I don't like that. That just means you haven't listened. Right. That's all that means. Right. Right. So that that's a barrier. That's an obstacle there yeah. for sure. True. Right on. Yeah. So that's that. Any anything else? Uh, not really. I mean, I've got some other things. I mean, but I think we've gone pretty far. What do really? you think? Which, I don't know. Well, we still have a little bit more time. Uh, up to I'm you. not sure. Yeah. Let's go with. Um, well, make the best of it. Last time it was short. T- today I'm I'm prepared to ruin your ears. <laughs> mm. uh, let me think. Well, uh, when I was you know when I was young, um, I got uh, books. Books were so, like so so vital to me. I. Hmm. kind of become more distant from from oh, them books lately but i you know i mean i l- loved reading love books i was always like searching out books yeah. and uh they, they just opened the world to me a world of mind a world of uh ideas yeah so many so, so many things world of <sighs> philosophy true, and ideas it? and the places and people yeah. to me um any particular books uh no, so many. That's I I can think of one. Just too many. I I I can think some, but I think one of the most profound, beside the Bible, to me, was the Alchi- the alchemist and the, the prophet. Uh-huh. That that would be my top like life changing book. Uh, I just had sure. like I, you know, 
I love um, it. So many of the books I read were life changing to me. But um, yeah, I mean, I read. I had sort of a phase where I read everything of Dostoevsky and um, mm. r- many Russian authors, and then I read, you know, I read some books like um, some books f- on the uh, on the Holocaust. Well, on the Holocaust, like Primo Levi's "If This Is a Man," mm. that's wow, that was like sh- shocking, and uh, no, every, almost everything. I didn't. I didn't. Re- I didn't. Ap- like I. Sp- I don't know. I read a lot when I was like really young, and uh, those books maybe I wouldn't. I don't know if I could like pick out any particular one. But then at some point or other, I started being very careful mm. with what I would read, and then so everything, everything I read had an impact on me because yeah, I was yeah. very, very me picky too. about what I read. I am very picky. I like reading books, but I'm so picky, so picky, man. Maybe it's too picky. But now people just you know I you know we you just read articles and shit like that. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately. But that's one. That's one of the things I like. This you know, no matter how scholarly the article, there's something about like immersing yourself in the book. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like the experience of learning a foreign mm-hmm. language. You sort of in, in the book, you have a chance to change your brain patterns mm, your brainwave your, the pattern of your thinking for an extended period you mm. know if you're reading like one book mm. three four hours a day um, for let's say a week mm. if it's a thick book you know that's changing the pattern of your thinking I, I remember that like I, I have these memories you know one point I became obsessed by Nietzsche I mean I was studying philosophy but I became like obsessed by Nietzsche and at the end of re- reading uh also sprach, sprach Zarathustra for the second or third time. Mm. I, in my just, I couldn't help myself but speaking in this, uh, uh, in the in the language of this book. I just ah, couldn't stop yeah. myself. It yeah, had come it into my brain. It happens. Pen. Yeah, I think it it shapes us. I think it shapes us. After I read the Prophet, it shaped the way I I kind of like. Uh, you know, try to reinvent the words that I I say. It makes more confusing for some people. <laughs> Speaking of book, I think I might do like a daily um, uh, a passage from from a book uh, I have. It's called the uh, the art of living, uh-huh. uh, the art the art of saying of simple living. The yeah. art of simple living. Yeah, it's something like that. Sen, the art of simple living. Yeah, that's it. Is by a, a very famous uh, Japanese monk, Suzuki. No. Maybe. What's that? <laughs> it's so random. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, that would be interesting. <laughs> Talking about like, I think it's about a hundred pages. So I have like hundred uh, topic that I can talk about. So a hundred days of <laughs> talking about from that book. <laughs> yes. Well, okay. I won't. I won't torture you anymore. Well, Paul. have you got anything else? Oh, um, relating to life changing moments. Mm. Let's make every day our life changing moments. All right. <laughs> um, try. Yes. Give it a try. It's okay to fail. That's why we live. You know, it's all right to fail. Why not? Why not, man? I mean, you you only like get knocked down to learn how to get back up. You know, 
you don't want to get knocked down, but that's just life. Have you read, have you read about, uh, I forgot, I can't think of his name right now. There's like this uh, New York Times writer that um, he's been transforming himself. Uh, like he's been writing about certain experiences doing very extreme things. So, for mm. example, he spent a year living exactly according to the uh, rules of the, the Bible. Ooh. He, he, he's Jewish, born Jewish. I think probably possibly non-practicing, but anyway. And then he did other things, like he, uh, he, you know, he spent these long periods of time living according to very unusual codes or doing mm. strange things, mm. um, and writing about them. I mean, that's which uh, like also reminds me of some, uh, uh, you know, like uh, maybe Eddie Murphy or <laughs> or. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey films, you know, where like, yeah. like Jim yeah. Carrey, yes man, you know, he basically yes, has to say yes, yes. to everything. Yeah. Eddie Murphy has a bunch of things, you know. Yes. Did he? Well, like there's one where he, um, he only gets a thousand more words or something like that. There's a bunch right. of, you know. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I'm curious. You know, talking about Eddie Murphy, I would love to see him come back and, and do a stand-up. Yeah. And this era. I just wonder I was, what I just watched. Bring. I just watched uh, Golden Child again the other day. That Ooh, was fun. That's fun. <laughs> it's cook. It's it's like a cult, isn't it? It's, What's like a cult? The, the Golden uh, Golden Child. Uh, it's not a cult. It's about like it's about the story of a Dalai Lama. I, let's just say. I know, but it's like it's is it like a cult movie like Lebowski? Oh, you know? well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't is know. It? The Big Lebowski is kind of like a cult. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I I watched the uh, the Monuments Men. A couple of days ago, I heard that was, was, that, sh- I heard that was shit. Was it? What do you mean? You haven't seen it? You tell me. You haven't seen it? No. I, it's not shit. It's not. I cold. saw it in I, I saw it in theaters, but now I I like it more now because it kind of like it kind of like really resonate with Thailand now, and I wish there was something like this more in in the message that they're trying to say. I think you know. Despite all this thing they they say that it's shit or whatever, I think the the message is there, you know, oh, yeah. about reserving the the art and the the culture. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it just it's a good it's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, let's put that let's, aside. Let's quit. My brain's running out. Anyway, uh-huh. well, thank you, you guys, and um, we'll be back next time with uh, something to intrigue. Ourself and intrigue you, hopefully. Yeah, thanks yes. for listening. Thank you so much. Cheers, Until brother. next time. <laughs>